Did Kristen miss her flight back from Costa Rica? I guess we'll find out. Let's get going. How's it going, guys? Matt here with Carolina Coops. Welcome to Video Chicken. Uh, to my left is my host, Kristen Warren. I think this one really could be a male. Oh, we got one that's hatching? This show is for you guys. This is the bass fiber. Y'all know chickens are the gateway drug into homesteading. We survived with only one trip to the ER. Coyotes are everywhere. It's about time you show up, Matt. Uh -huh. It's a great straw. It is time, finally, for chicken police. They defecate every 12 seconds. Is that true? <laughs> now it is officially noon because the buzzer went off. <laughs> well, I've never counted. <laughs> Long more coops. That's a good one with the, with the courts and everything. And more chickens. Well, the math you do now, Daddy, is chicken math. <laughs> Calm down, Matt. Calm down. But... <laughs> I really don't know what to say. Good morning, Matt. So good afternoon. Hello, Ingrid. Hi, Kristen. You, no, you're not going to put a bow on this one. <laughs> She's totally putting a bow on it. I mean, really? You've never been late, technically, for any show ever up until now. I don't think that's true. No, that's not true. I think that is true. No, one day uh, there was th in the midst of the the Dale situation with the HOA. I took. I missed the exit. I was just. Yep, no, totally I'll, I'll, I, I have a hard time believing it because I would remember these things. So you pull it off right when you're walking in during the intro. I literally said in the very beginning, I'm like, ah, I guess Kristen missed her flight from Costa Rica. Welcome back from Costa Rica. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you for making it. Yes, I know the weather has been horrible this morning. There's a lot Daddy's of accidents. Uh, don't worry. That cat drives me nuts. There's nothing I'll worse. I'll take it. Nothing worse than setting up cat. a media studio with all these wires everywhere and have a freaking kitten. Um, so what's going on, guys? It is April 7th, 2023. We are live. Yes, Kristen did show up just in time. I mean, if you... Oh, I was going to let it down. I sent you a message. I didn't get I a message. Get, we were okay. literally just here going, where's the message? Kristen sends messages. Oh, no, I sent two on Ring. Mm, I can't oh, find it. Forget uh, the Ring bypass. I said, I'm going to get there just at noon. Make sure you let me in the front door. Um, <laughs> I didn't see it. And then there's Ingrid. Ingrid, as always, early, uh, getting ready for the show. And Nan is in her office making sure we don't get ourselves in trouble with things. So uh, Nan is there. All right, so today we got a really cool show, as always. We have, her name is Diane, I hope I'm going to say it right, Sorsenson. Sorensen. 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 Thank you, Ingrid. You added more S's than necessary. Um, this is pretty cool. We have another guest that wrote a book, but in this case, it's a children's book. And you know what's funny about this is my mother, who I actually hardly ever talk about. I'm just glad I survived childhood. She <laughs> always wanted to do something like this. As a child, I can remember. I know. Hold on. Oh, God. You, you, just, you can't just wait. Yes, she's like a wrecking ball. She comes um, in <laughs> grabbing cats and stuff. Oh, I know. It's a, it's her distraction is what she's doing. It, it's a it's a it's a strategy to uh, distract us from being on her for being late. Um, my mother's dream was always to write a children's book and do. And she's an excellent uh, artist and doing illustrations of all the animals. So this reminded me of it so much. So uh, we have Diane in the green room right now. Yep. I have not had a chance to talk to her yet. We're going to mm -hmm. bring her in probably about 12, 15. We didn't even get a chance to do a sound check yet. You just can't leave it alone, can you? Uh, if you guys weren't here in last, no, two weeks ago. That's right. We missed last week's yeah. show. Yeah. 
Um, this is a chicken show, not a cat show, I promise. But as you can tell, Kristen is one of those crazy cat ladies. He's gotten bigger, hasn't he? He has. He's so soft. Now, I need everyone's help with something, okay? Especially for my cat people. I'm here. There's a huge debate on when is the proper time to neuter a male kitten. Mm. And I'm getting all kinds of different answers. Mm-hmm. And I'm Before gonna... seven months. Okay, well, hold on. I'm not sure if this is true or not. And actually, we should call up some vets. And who knows what they're probably going to tell you. But that supposedly, if you neuter a cat too early, it stunts their growth. Is that true? I don't, I don't think, think so. So I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. No, I don't think so. There's a lot of different schools, having worked in the shelter field, there's a lot of different schools of thought on neutering and, and what have you. But I think as far as cats, you want to do it before he starts spraying all over your... Yeah. Yeah, no. Non's not going to like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, no. nobody likes that. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, people say the same thing about dogs. I mean, but shelters do it at like four weeks, six weeks, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I've had male cats that neutered that that early and they, they grow fine yeah i don't know but i know that you have a special cat that grows extra large so and I, he better yeah so in your case maybe you could err on the the later side but so you know I, what, what's funny is we got a visit from your daughter anya your oldest oh, daughter nice. came up drove an hour just to go come meet the kitten and what does she say she goes you might want to watch out for my mother she's going to be dropping off female kitties around here just so she can have some of this some of that that lineage <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure she said uh like placing cats or strate- strategically something yeah the cat it, it was of course anya's so smart and she said it very well it's really funny she Anyways, takes after me so yes we are live <laughs> april 7th 2023 today we're going to talk to diane who is the author and is also a lawyer yeah, we got a lawyer in the house. Yeah. Um, and I guess, uh, Ingrid, you're saying there's a story. There's an interesting story behind this book. Yeah. Well, there's an interesting story behind the story. Good. Yeah, nice. Uh, so we're going to be bringing her in, in about 12, 15. Yeah. And I also wanted to make sure, we, we got some things to talk about before we get going, but as always, if you guys have any questions, any comments, we are here for you guys, whether it's chickens, chicken coops. Uh, we did have a video come out recently mm. that's actually doing really well. Which one is that? Do you not watch our videos? I do when I get around to it. <laughs> um, Ingrid and I. That we, one. Yeah, I yeah, saw that one. You, yeah, it's actually doing re- really. Hi. This is what I mean. We can't have a cat surrounded by thousands of wires. We, we have it. Oh, he left. Shut the door. Okay. If I can have someone out there do the housekeeping for me. Oh, not. Well, oh, okay. Now we can talk about Ingrid. Uh, so No, she's just right there. I what if he has to poop? <laughs> I oh oh yeah the kitty litter box is in here which is actually quite fascinating it's an automatic one, um, <laughs> that, that's a good point non yeah keep an eye on him, oh my gosh we have so many issues all right so we did a video, two weeks ago at our last video chicken show and our video editor Paul got it edited got it up it's actually doing really really well it's a five minute video if you guys haven't seen it please go check it out i was thinking about playing it because it's such a short video that's all right we don't oh no and ingrid you did such a great job you look great and here's what's fascinating i'm reminded we have not done video chicken youtube chicken police in a while i've been poking my nose around and (laughs) my gosh people really what oh my what's the word on the street (laughs) i just was saying to emma this morning that when i go through the comments i i try to respond to comments but i i started writing something and then i wrote something that could be slightly snarky and i just like backspaced it and so, <laughs> so i took that because i have to be 
I have to like represent the company. So I wait a minute. So sorry, we got some people coming in here. So yeah. So uh, Leo Leonardo, uh, Leo is a Maine Coon, purebred Maine Coon, and he. Someone says, I have Maine Coons, and we did it 10 months per our breeder's contract, which I do have a contract, supposedly. Even Anya's like, man, wow. she's not going to police that. She, I see where she gets it from. Uh, I really want to know when is the proper time to neuter him, because I don't want to stunt his growth. But I just, I, I just, it, someone's got to tell me why. Well, I know that I had uh, two male cats over the period of time as an adult that, disappeared at seven months and it was heartbreaking for us i mean it's it's a very sad story but they disappeared at seven months and i i can only think that they came into their sexual maturity and went to go look for a lady friend probably yeah probably. so that's why i say before so i tell everybody don't don't let it go any longer than that yeah so i probably won't so or maybe it was a coincidence i don't know but yeah somebody said here that um your main coon is so big. I have two rag dolls. Mine were both neutered before I picked them up at eight weeks, and she's a vet. Yeah, you can definitely do it early, but I don't for, want to start for, his for him. You know, there's probably a. And I ain't gonna lie to you. A little part was like he's so big, so beautiful. And we did find a female that I like a lot that we were talking about possibly trading for a chicken coop. I don't know. <clears throat> I... Uh oh. So E Stormy got her first flock. Nice, so, congratulations! Oh, good. Well, so oh. speaking of flocks, so Ingrid and I did speaking a video of chickens. Yeah, right. Um, we we did a video on my opinion of the best way to raise your baby chicks in a brooder, and that is inside the hen house, and it just works. It's I, so I might simple. be coming around a little because I've had chicks in the house for a good while now, and ooh, they they're dusty. Every year I say I'm not raising chicks in the house anymore. So maybe we can get to that video a little bit later today. It's only five minutes long. And Ingrid, you did so well. You look great. But there's even a comment. People are criticizing Ingrid for holding on to a cup of coffee. That's because I literally, like, <laughs> really, I, I saw that you were out there shooting. So I walked, I just came into the office. I walked out with my cup of coffee. You wrangle me and strong army to do this video. And I might add, I was able to still grab one of those chickens and yes. put it under my Oh, under my no, arm there with a, cup, with a cup of coffee. Yeah, we both So actually, that's talent. What, what, yes. Absolutely. What's funny is we both had uh, <laughs> coffee in our hands, but yet she got the comment. I don't know. So we, we need to do some YouTube chicken police again. It's been a while. I see All the right. comments. There's other people. There was one about, I don't know. Make sure we get back to doing that. Um, also, just to remind everyone, we did have a Golden Bell winner last we did. show. Mm -hmm. um, that's what this bell is right here. It's for the people that when you make a comment, if it's something that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just amazing. You just rocked our world. Thank you. Or made me laugh, which I could always use a good laugh. We ring the bell and uh, you get a free shirt or free coffee mug. But I wanted to mention we got a lot of new shirts coming in. Uh, I'm not sure if someone has an ETA on that, but I can't wait for all these new shirts to get up on the website. And they are just absolutely beautiful. So. Um, Mike wants to know what um, your kitty litter box is, that the auto litter. Thank you. I mean, again, this is a chicken show. Should we start doing a cat show? We probably could. We probably could. We are going to start Carolina Catios. So there will be a big cat business. Um I, I don't know the name of it. What I can Let tell you Mike. is I love this kitty litter box. You're not going to love the price. Oh, he's back in here. In the box. Oh, there. No, Ingrid. Yeah, abort. Abort. Leave. Watch this. So now, look, I have an app. I have an app for the kitty litter box. 
It weighs him. It tells me how long he's in there. And he's gonna he's gonna drop some heat or whatever and then he'll get out and it knows and it rotates instead of a a, a rake or whatever yeah. it rotate it works beautifully yeah it's super high tech and it has a deodorizer on it we'll definitely let you know because i do love it it was highly recommended i was not a fan of the price i think non threw a coffee cup at me when i told her <laughs> all right so again if you guys have any questions, chickens, chicken coops, we're going to go ahead and get started. We're going to bring Diane here soon because I can't wait to hear about this book. And I love talking to a lawyer. Lawyers do drive me nuts. Uh, uh, you know, people have heard me say that. <laughs> no offense, um, Diane. Yeah, no offense <laughs> at all. It's like, man, once you start doing business with a lawyer, it's like they just keep sucking you in and in and in. Yeah, it's their, their expertise. It's like yeah. you, you need their expertise. Yeah, it's like doctors. And, and they charge for their expertise. How about that? Dread doctors and the other one is realtors. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> oh, and before I forget, is there an update on the tree? There, we we are closing in on the suspect. I had a undercover team go buy back a piece of my tree from the suspect, and a forensic arborist took the tree, both pieces of the tree, and it's a perfect match. He's writing up his report. Um, we have a um, estimate on its value. I'm entitled to over thirty thousand dollars based on the the value. I don't think I'm going to get that any anywhere near that. Nor do I want that. I just want my tree back. So you did forensics on the tree, right? To get. Can you guys hear that? I hear it in my headphones. I know. And for anybody new, someone stole my walnut tree. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just you know, cut again, it down. Took the most valuable part of the trunk and hauled off with it. Um. Thank you for pursuing it. I've seen you so many times forgive people, which is good. I admire when people can forgive. We all should forgive. But this is you. I'm, I'm glad you're pursuing it. Um, so, again, thank you. And I'm glad to hear that. And we can't wait to hear more about it. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's the kitty litter box is going off right now. You can hear the crumbles. Yeah. Um, and then there's a deodorizer that kicks on. You're going to hear a fan come on in a little bit. Uh, so, all right. So we're, we got about another minute before we're going to bring Diane. I saw a couple questions yeah. and I see Wookie Wook says it won't stunt his growth. They will be as big as they will be no matter what. Now, what about the diet? Because we're feeding him <laughs> this Darwin's food. We should probably get paid for this. Shout out. It's stupid expensive, but it's really good looking stuff. It's raw meat and it's just full of protein. And I'm just... Does that really make a difference? It should, right? I, I'm just wondering how long we can talk about cats. <laughs> I'm getting a little I nervous. I got a dog in here. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I, okay. So it is 1215. Uh, we have not done a sound check with Diane. Diane, I see you in the green room. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to bring you on, and hopefully we have a good right, – we'll so do uh, an audio check. Let's see if Inger can do it. I do have the mouse. I know. I do have the mouse, so she's going to – Do I do oh. interview first? Yes, go to interview. And go ahead, and you're going to add left, add right. There is Diane. How are you doing today, Diane? I'm doing great. I'm enjoying you all so much. You're very fun. Well, <laughs> I'm sitting here nodding and shaking my head. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Your audio looks great. Your uh, camera looks great. Your so, shirt looks great. Yeah, she's got a chicken shirt. Yeah. Look at her. Look at oh, that. my gosh. Isn't that great? <laughs> Hold on. Can you... Can can you show us the chicken? Look at all of those different that chickens is, on there. Where in the world? Yeah, we need to get that. This is the world's greatest chicken shirt. we have twinsies I have never seen a chicken shirt. <laughs> where did you get that shirt? Where did you get that I shirt? I posts about chicken on my on my chickens on my Facebook that 
I get chicken ads, you know, on my Facebook feed. And this company came up. I'll have to, I can't remember the name of them off the top of my head, but I can send it to you later. Okay. But they sell, they have all kinds of cute fabrics, not just chicken. So was that custom made or you can pre-buy them? like it i you know it's just a company i ordered from but the the seams and all inside of it looks like it was custom made so i don't know Ah, very nice it it truly is that is a great chicken shirt i think a lot of people are gonna be like where in the world can i get one of them so please definitely send that to us we'll have to check out the company um okay so uh (laughs) diane uh where are you where are you right now Where, where are you from i'm in north newton kansas which is just north of wichita kansas North Newton, Kansas. Now, are you born and raised in Kansas? Yes. I grew up in a little tiny town in the western part of the state, not too far from the Colorado border. Okay. Gotcha. So you're, okay. Um, And that. Ever had chickens growing up. So these chickens who are the stars of the book are the first chickens I've ever had. Okay. And I noticed, I've been dying to ask you, so tell, tell me about this book for, for starters. How did it come about? How long ago did you start it? When did it get published? Sure. Um, so we got our chickens in the spring of 2019. Um, I say their hatch day is April 1st of 2019. <laughs> and the whole chicken process, they're four years old now, has been just a world of discovery for me. I've always been I mean, I love your discussion on cats. I have two indoor cats running around here, (laughs) two outdoor cats. Um, Absolutely love cats, dogs, you know, all the other little pets. I had guinea pigs for my daughter, but I'd never experienced chickens. And it's just been a beautiful discovery of who they are, what they're like, um, how wonderful they are, what friends they are with each other. Um, they're good energy. I mean, I could go on and on. They they live in our, we have a beautiful little chicken house for them. It's real safe. They have a covered run. Um, but when we're able, they, they run around our backyard. It's a big fence backyard. So I spend a lot of time with them. So two things kind of, maybe three things. One is I've always loved to make up stories. And I have a daughter who's 28 now, but I used to constantly make up stories for her. And she was highly entertained by my stories. So that gave me some confidence, I guess. Um, Two is that I heard after we got our chickens and I would brag about the chickens, I would hear so many people make comments to me about, oh, chickens are so stupid. I had chicken, my, you know, parents had chickens when I was growing up and they're just the stupidest animals. And I got sick of it. And the the third thing was the COVID shutdown happened. That was in the spring of 2020, as we all know. And I spent a ton of time, I would take my, you know, I could work from home, but I'd take my computer outside, just hang out with the chickens. They were constantly talking to each other, having conversations. And I just thought, you know, they're a story waiting to happen. And so that summer I sat down, I hand wrote my stories. I sent my stories to, I read them to my husband, you know, and then I'd edit them. And, and I sent them to my sister, who's a, was a reading specialist at a grade school. And she said, Diane, you should do something with these. And so I um, set about to see if I could find a publisher. Um, I got very, very lucky with Mascot Books. They 
loved my stories, wanted to um, publish them for me. And so I started that process, I think June of 21 is when I started the publishing process. But it's just been a great, it's been fun. I've had a great time with the book. Um, people okay. seem to have responded well. So go ahead. Yeah. So uh, if you guys are just joining us, we have the author of this, The Tales of Mr. Ken Rooster and the Six Sassy Hens. <laughs> uh, Diane Sorensen, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, calling in from Kansas. Uh, she is the author of this wonderful children's book about, I, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Um, I did. And Ingrid did start to read it to me, and she started putting me to sleep a little bit in a good way, like a bedtime story. Um, so what type of breeds of chickens did you end up getting? We had, we had four different kinds that we got when we first got our chicks. Um, the, they're represented by the illustrations in the okay. book, um, and I'm not real good at – I don't think of them as breeds, but I know our rooster is Bard Rock mm -hmm. um, and – Barbie, the hen is Bard Rock. I don't know what is the uh, yellow. Uh, Probably a, a Buff Orpington. Yeah, yeah that that could be um, black. <laughs> <laughs> Henny and Penny are black, um, and then um, brown. And I'm, I do apologize. I know Rhode Island Reds are those the brown. Yeah, ones? Mm -hmm. they're, they're yep. like dark okay. red. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not real good on the breeds, um, and I don't think of them that way. I think of them by their names and as little individuals. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna ask you, so they are very interesting names. We have six sassy hens. Uh, Barbie, Fancy, Henny, Penny, Nugget, and Sunny. Um, now, yes. did you come up with all the names for the um, your chickens, which are also the characters in the book? Yes. Right. It's, so... It's it's funny with her book, if you, you could tell that like, this is from a, someone who's discovering chickens for the first time, and maybe I, because I already knew that, but it's like each chapter is something that you encounter when you have chickens, whether right. it's about predators or pecking order or, and it's just, it's, that's why it's so relatable to anybody that has chickens. So I did start to read it. And my question was, or my thought was, is this a true story? Is this based on true events? Yes. They're all true. They're all true. Um, we've had, we live on four acres within our small town and we have a, our house was built in 1883. We have an old red barn, um, huge, beautiful barn built same, you know, year before or something. And a fox definitely ha comes and has kits in that barn. And so we do have the fox worry. And we, um, when our chickens were real young, we lost a couple to the fox um predators are a real uh, you know you guys obviously know a real issue for chickens oh yeah predators um and there are raccoons that live under our garage and they they do they did steal eggs that, um so that raccoon story is true i mean i the chickens i don't think conversed with the raccoon but you know <laughs> So, we don't know we, we don't could, know for sure yeah we are we lot non make sure you let me know about the monitoring level i feel like we might have turned up the mics a little too much or my headphones have got to get turned down so so sorry, oh, sorry. uh sorry. make sure you guys let me know out there if the audio is up we so just everyone knows we got ingrid a new desk so the mic doesn't fall anymore and we didn't get a real good chance to do a sound check and all of a sudden i'm hearing everyone really loud more than normal which i appreciate everyone sounds really good all right, right. perfect thank you um 
So I have to ask, I mean, doesn't this kitty cat look familiar? Yes, it looks just like Leo. <laughs> I thought that when you picked up Leo, um, that's Cat Lady, and she, my husband named her. She adopted us, um, and she's just an adorable cat who follows me around like a dog. She interacts with the chickens. She loves to, and when we have cold winter days, she'll just hang out in their coop all day. I have a space heater for them in their coop. And my my indoor cats are currently having a little fight, so I hope we don't hear that on them. I no, hope that, I hope we do. And Ingrid has Leo over by the microphone. That's it. Um, so you're you're brand new to getting chickens, and you already have a chicken book out. What is seriously? I, it's I, like I on like, cue. I like to hold um, the pet. Isn't that like a quick turnaround? Am I crazy? Like that is amazing That's that you were inspiring. They were to me. I get I. I guess. And I had the, I just had the creative juices that summer of the COVID shutdown and just wanted to, wanted to memorialize them. I, they, again, I don't want to overstate it, but they've blown me away. I mean, they're just. Wonderful. Yeah. You were, you were mentioning that earlier and I can't I love thank that. you enough. Yes. Yeah. Because that's the things I, why I do, why we do this show and what I want people to hear, you know, yes, this is directed to our customers, uh, people that already have chickens. Uh, but I really want to get the message across to the people that are on the fence. And I know there's so many people that are on the fence that are like, oh, my husband won't do it or my partner, the whatever. Spouse. The reluctant spouse. Thank you. And or they're like, oh, there's so much work, this and that. I'm like, no, if you got the right setup and you're doing the right research, it can be the easiest thing in the world. But, Diane, what you mentioned is the things that are, are the things that I often talk about that you don't realize until you have chickens. So I'm so glad you brought that up. I wanted to ask you, based on saying all the things that you discovered, what was the thing that probably blew you away the most when you uh, that you discovered about having backyard chickens? You know, I think it, it's probably, and I hope it comes through in my book, but it's the relationships they have with each other. Mm. Um, they're a flock. And they communicate so much. Mm -hmm. You know, I hear them conversing across the backyard. <laughs> they have friendships. They um, have, you know, certain of the hens hang out with certain of the other hens the most. A um, <laughs> just, I mean, they're, it's so interesting to watch them getting up on their roost at night and who's by who and how they jostle that around and, um, it's the relationships. And I just, you know, it's really caused me to notice, I sit out in the backyard a lot with my chickens to keep them. If I have them out running around the backyard, I stay with them just so we make sure a fox doesn't climb our fence and come in. Um, but I hear birds you know, up in the trees and I understand now that they're talking to each other. Uh, you know, I mean, these are, um, I just disagree with everyone who says chickens are stupid. I think they're highly intelligent in their own world. I mean, they may not. I have occasionally a hen will get confused about which side of the gate to go around, you know. <laughs> but uh, uh, so you have I don't to think do you have to do us a huge favor. Um, so yeah. since you're brand new in the chickens, has chicken math kicked in yet? Have you already added to your flock? Are you starting to think about yeah. adding? So I have a question for you all because Ooh, I was just you you were talking about chicks before i joined we have not added to our our flock and we were thinking about getting chicks this spring and i was unlucky enough to have gotten covid a couple of weeks ago my first time and so i was home you know recovering from that and 
Is everything okay? It's chaos. Yeah. It's, 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 this there's is a giant normal. dog in here. Yeah, too. It's, I'm so sorry. It's just chaos was, in here. Anyway, while I was recovering, you know, and was away from the office, I spent a little time Googling about adding chicks to an existing flock. And I got very discouraged that, you know, the older hens may kill the chicks and you have to wait till they're almost the same size before you put them together. And we didn't, we don't really have that set up. So we did, kind of decided against getting them this spring. Um, is that all accurate on adding? There, there is a lot yeah. of accuracy there yeah. and there is a strategy to uh, implement to make sure it's successful and success means they finally got along and no one died, to be honest with you. Um, the reason why I was going to bring this up is I hope what happens is this. You're going to discover a, one of your hens most likely will go broody. And mm-hmm. when they go broody, that is the best time to add to your flock by giving her fertile eggs and letting them hatch. And or you are baby chicks. Thank you. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> um, giving her uh, non-fertile eggs and she'll sit on them. And then after about 21 days, sorry, Nan's in here trying to get all the animals out. Uh, after 21 days, you can replace the eggs with the baby chicks. And oh. I just cannot imagine how great of a story. Yeah. yeah, you could come up with where even if they're if they're sitting on fertile eggs and like they're able to talk to each other in the nest and all of a sudden they hatch and you talk about the communication, you'll hear the mother hen even talk differently to the baby chicks mm-hmm. and she'll pick them up, carrying them in her wing. She'll make sure they're safe. Uh, she's just she's going to be a mother hen. And that is the well, world's best brooder. That could be an amazing story. It's a great You're experience. Right. Yeah. Well, that sounds really beautiful. Yeah. And I have another, I, there's another, people ask me all the time, am I going to write a sequel? Um, And so, you know, I think about it, but the chickens did something really funny a while back, which was they took a field trip um, on their own. (laughs) Somehow our front gate got left open and my husband and I were gone. We drove home and they were all, all of them out in our front yard um, over had gone clear around the front of our house mm-hmm. and we're over at the oh, side yeah. and we could see the, we, we could see their tracks where they went, where they pecked at stuff. And, you know, they, I pictured our rooster leading the hint, deciding here's a gate open. Let's go. We're going to take a field trip. <laughs> they all went, they, they were so excited, you know, greener grass on the other side. Luckily, it all worked out. We got home. We got them all back where they were supposed to be. But it's just hilarious to think of them just deciding, oh, boy, field trip. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if you're just joining us, we are live. We are with Diane Sorensen, the author of The Tales of Mr. Ken Rooster and the Six Sassy Hens, a wonderful children's book. So if you are a school teacher or a parent um, and you want some new reading material, Diane, can you tell us where to get this book? Um, yes, it's available online, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, through Mascot, the publisher. Um, you can order directly. So um, honestly, if you just Google the title of the book, it will come up and you can order where you like to order from. Yeah, this would be a great read aloud book uh, with your kid and also a great first chapter book, mm. by the way. I'm not yeah. sure what any of that means, but that sounds... <laughs> For parents would know. When when I've had friends who who have children tell me that they hear their their kids giggling reading reading my book that just that's a hugest compliment because yeah. I 
because, and I say it in the book, but chickens are funny. I mean, I laugh at the chickens all the time. They're just always doing wackadoodle stuff, you know, getting, getting scared of something that they shouldn't be scared of or whatever it is. Um, and so to hear that kid, it's, the book actually makes kids laugh. That that pleases me no end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you know of anyone with um, kids in elementary school, I would say kindergarten um, to fourth grade. I think this would be fabulous for them or for any teacher teaching those grades. This would be a great addition to their classroom. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, especially if they're doing a, uh, incubating like I did when I was in fifth grade or we mm -hmm. do now with classrooms. Um, so I, as much as I do not like to read, I have this on my bucket list that I would love to write a book, uh, especially the art of chicken coop building or whatever it might be. But yeah. I have no idea other than writing it. Like if I, what well, if someone came to you and said, uh, Diane, I want to write a book. What, what's the advice you would give me? What would be like the most important advice you can give someone that wants to write their first book and have it published? I would say just do it. I mean, I th that's the first step. If it's in your heart, go ahead and do it. Put, Put what you love on the paper um, and just enjoy that process as your first step. And if you're proud of what you've done, um, you know, have other, I think it's really great to have other people read your work. Um, for me, I did that, you know, I had family members who kind of really knew this area and, um, and reading it aloud, you know, to my husband was really helpful. And so, you know, same for you. I mean, you could have your coworkers read what you write or, or whatever mm. you do. Just make sure, you know, that, and, you know, I, you have to be open to input. Oh, so yeah. if it says, you know, I think this would be better this way. I had, hadn't realized one of my chapters, the tense was wrong compared to the rest of the, you know, that kind of thing. You have to be willing to adjust. And, and then when you're proud of what you've done, then look to find a publisher. I think I didn't want to self-publish. Um, I've seen a lot of people do that and the look can be kind of, you know, to me, not as good. Yeah. So, and, and the traditional publishing was kind of overwhelming. You have to get an agent, you know, how do you even get your foot in the door of any publisher? I found mascot. I don't even remember exactly how I found them, but, um, they're a hybrid publisher. And so you do pay the upfront printing costs um, as the author, but they give you so many things in exchange for that, which is the printing, the illustrator they provided for me. I look, got to look through um, different illustrators, examples of work. And this was my far and I away top. And she used photos of, of our chickens to do the illustrations uh, and of cat lady um and and the fox uh, yeah, i i love the illustrations yeah uh, I do. Just absolutely beautiful and chickens are not easy when you really think about it it's on them little scarves and yeah. they're so cute yeah, i loved um so anyway that would be my advice first write what you love and feel like you want to share with the world and then go about finding, you know, seeing if you can find. But, man, I couldn't recommend Mascot more. Mm. I mean, I just have loved working with them. Uh, my um, publicist was the one who reached out to you all. I so appreciate that from her. And 
truly appreciate you inviting me to be on your on your program. Um, I'm going to start watching it because you guys are hilarious. <laughs> well, and we're, we don't mean to be, I can tell you that. It's just literally <laughs> we are live and it is real. And that's why I try to tell everyone uh, that the best story, the best show, I think, is the one that's live, real, off the cuff. There's been emotional roller coasters here, so I definitely, yeah, please uh, would love to have you be part of the uh, group. Uh, you, I'm not sure if you can see all the comments coming in, but one of the things I love that I didn't expect with Video Chicken is we have, the audience is always growing, which is great, but we also have a lot of our super fans, and they start to talk to each other, and then the the you know the weeks, the months go by, and there there's even ongoing jokes and whatnot, so it is a lot of fun. So Great community. Yeah, we would absolutely love for you to I join us see the comments so i i don't know that's probably better but uh you were um i believe making fun of me being a lawyer before oh <laughs> yes yeah, matt does that uh, he, he had to run run away because the uh the low yeah. battery <laughs> warning uh, just the came computer on. that is running the yeah. show just went low battery but it's now like oh no so, low battery so matt there he goes she wants to know why you were making fun of lawyers <laughs> oh, I'm not making fun of lawyers. Oh, I mean, yes, lawyers, doctors, realtors are... Um, Chicken coop, builders. Whatever. Yeah. No, lawyers, oh my... So, I, I can't get into it all, but I mean, I grew up uh, watching my dad's business. And I just, I listened to every word my father ever taught me. And he always said, be careful with lawyers. They'll suck you dry. Um, be true. That yeah. I don't... But I love, we have a lawyer that Ingrid found that I absolutely adore, love her. Mm -hmm. I feel like she truly is there for our best interest. So it just, because it's scary. It is not fun. I, I don't want to sue anyone. You know what I right. mean? I don't believe in it, to be honest with you. I, I feel no one's going to outwork us. No one's going to outsmart us. So, I, you know, fine, copy us, you know, or whatever. We, you won't yeah. last. Thieves just don't last. I actually, but. to be a lawyer, I, I spend, I do employment law and I spend a lot of time talking people out of lawsuits. So ah, it's no fun. It's very fair. Yeah. So uh, you're not a tree lawyer, huh? <laughs> no, but I heard a tree. I'm so sorry about your walnut tree. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You can't make these things up. Yeah. The things that happen, like so I can't even imagine tree. what happened this morning. I could just tell you had a whirlwind of a morning just trying to get here on time. But uh, well, uh, it, it is like a deluge. It is yeah, pretty bad it's... out there. Which actually, I was thinking about getting on camera. Depending on if it starts a downpour, I wanted oh, to yeah. show the new J channel on the egg hutch, it is doing so well. Um, I thought maybe today could be that day. So is there any questions or comments uh, for Diane from there's, our... There's just a bunch of questions in general about chickens and people okay. agreeing with Diane that chickens are not dumb. They, um, and I think that's, it's funny because when Dahlia was on two weeks ago, we had talked about how the common denominator with people is always chickens. Like chicken, the chicken, everything leads back to chickens. And yeah. In a sense, it's really true because when you have chickens, you realize so much that, at least for me, I was the same way as Diane was. It's like I, I never, I had lots of animals, but I never had chickens. And then you watch them, and it's they're fascinating, and their whole social structure is fascinating, and they're extremely therapeutic. Yes. So yeah. instincts. Yeah. Well, Diane, thank you so much for being here, and best of luck to you with the story. And I hope you really get to write another one, especially. To learn about a broody hen 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and, and do it. It is something I never knew about until Kristen told me about it. And what I love about it is it just makes sense. It's the way nature intended it. And you can just imagine being that little tiny baby chick with your sisters and brothers. And there's just so much to it. So, Diane, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. You too. You too. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So that was a close one. Yeah. So Gus must have unplugged. No more animals in the studio. Yeah, well, okay. Can we just make a rule? I didn't bring them in. I mean, I love animals. I'd have to I, zoom yeah, in here. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I, know. I wish the cat was my So I love the one comment. Uh, Kimber, she, she was saying, you know, chickens aren't dumb, but those silkies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that was really cool. Yeah, this is fun. This is I, I was almost gonna call my mother and say you got to watch the show because this is something she's always wanted to do, and she used to draw illustrations all the time when she was younger. Except or, for that comment was... earlier where you said you barely survived childhood. Oh, she knows it. I don't okay. Care. I mean, okay. Yeah. But what was that bad? <laughs> so, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say this is a great book for for kids. I mean, this is. The, there should be a lot more books in this early chapter book category. Um, this is where kids really start to read on their own. And it's great to have some content for chicken. Absolutely. Chicken families or and, and even introducing children to chickens. And we have chickens hatching in classrooms. So this would be a great addition to those classrooms to have an early reader chapter book for those classrooms. So think of all the kids that you know and they're and teachers that you know this is a great addition for a home library or a school library yeah absolutely i couldn't agree more and what i love is once again we're seeing this wonderful hobby of backyard chickens it's growing and it's branching off into different parts of our life and here we're seeing now children's books mm -hmm. you know i used to love walking in and start seeing all the diy books and these home improvement stores where i'm a huge fan of people getting back out there and building things. And now we're seeing it uh, spill over into the classroom, not just with incubating eggs, but even now having a uh, true stories yeah, <laughs> with beautiful illustrations in a children's book. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So I just absolutely love it. So definitely check out this book or it could be a great gift as well if you know someone that would love to read about chickens. Yep. So we have a comment here. Yeah, please, this fire one, away, Ingrid. This one's for you, man. Oh, boy. You and on. From Erica Smith, we visited yesterday from Hinkley, Ohio, on our way to Florida. Matt and Nan were awesome. We wanted to see a coop that is on display. We love Carolina Coops and excited to join the Carolina Coops family. Yes, thank you, Erica. Yeah, so yesterday I had, I don't know what surreal means. I think this is when you're supposed to say, I had such a surreal moment. I really don't know what it means. But I was standing there watching Nan in front of one of our coops on display in front of a building in North Carolina on a beautiful day talking to this couple that came all the way down from Ohio and they're on their way to Florida. I wish I could take all the credit, but we have had people come from different parts of the country just for us, but they were on their way to Florida, but they wanted to make a stop, which I can't thank them enough to place an order for a chick coop. Anyways, I'm standing there going, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Nan and I, we used to do that all the time in the very beginning. Her and I have not been in front of one of our coops uh, that we own on display selling it. But what happened was I realized it's like everyone's in the building doing everything that we've asked them to do, train them to do so that we can almost kind of come back full circle. Hmm. And I, I even got a moment. Uh, I took a moment to take a picture of it and post it up on Instagram. And it's just was just it was really cool for us to see. And, and Erica and her husband. Oh, gosh. 
Uh, I think it was Jeff or I, I forget. Forgive me. Uh, just great Jeff. couple. Yes. Thank you. See, yes. And they were school teachers. So we got to talk about all that. And it was just so much fun. It just reminds me why I love what we do. Yeah, that, that, they, that was nice. I saw the post. Um, so we have more questions. Well, okay, so while you're bringing up some questions and right. comments, I want to know, so two weeks ago, if you weren't here, uh, we could try it again right now. Did you ever oh. hear back from those? I, I don't, yeah. no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. You, were, you were messaging them, Kristen, whatever, did they just stop? When they, they just didn't stopped. Wanna, yeah. they, you, were, you kept trying to push try them, them again. to come here. Try them again. And, Let's see if we can get them live um, on the air. I gave them my phone number. I said, I have my credit card. I'm, all, I'm ready to order. You know, they really didn't. Good. But... My Facebook profile says I work for Carolina Coops. So, yeah, again, folks, I just want to like their customer service really sucks. Yeah, (laughs) I just want to make sure again, I can't say it enough. There are so many crooks out there even pretending to be us, believe it or not. And it's happened where people have called us thinking that we were the ones working with them in the beginning. I'm like, no. We weren't, but we'll do everything we can to help. It stinks. It just absolutely stinks what these people are doing out there. So I just wasn't sure if anything came about that because I was trying to get them live on the air. I had so many. I think I got blocked. I just. Yeah, I got blocked from them. It says couldn't send. Shocker. Yeah. I wanted to bring them on the air and be like, I love your videos. I want to talk to that Matt guy. I got blocked by a scamster. Yeah, I did too. (laughs) Wow. What is this world coming to? Join the club. Um, okay. So the, the other thing is I'm trying to think. So we, we talked about the shirts, the chicken, the YouTube chicken, please next week. Do we have a show already set up for next week? Do we know what we're talking about? I don't have it set up yet. Yeah. I think we're due for some YouTube chicken okay. police. And again, I just want to remind everyone we got new merch coming in. I think they ordered four or five different t-shirts Good. and a lot of them. So we're bringing back some old school ones and they're absolutely going to be beautiful. Hopefully. Um, so Laura has a question. Mm-hmm. We bought four new chicks and they are now in a brooder. I have that same question. How should we add them to our current flock? Our plan is to build a smaller area within the coop. It is tough. Even with baby chicks, with with a broody hen, sometimes I feel like I need to protect them yeah. or you keep do. them keep them from um, getting out into because they can go right through like little holes in the fence and just be gone yeah so be hawk food be aware well i guess you should take this but be aware of the things that can go wrong and that is they can they can peck them to death mm-hmm. uh but you gotta allow you gotta give them a chance to get away and protect themselves so having space is huge but even before that you want to make sure you're not letting them even have contact with each other until they're roughly the same size uh but i like it looks like down a little bit mike trap actually gave a suggestion of something that we do offer now we call it the basement where you can add a wall underneath your hen house and turn that into a nice little run area mm-hmm. so they can start seeing each other but keep them separated and just let them out once they're the same size and yep. still hope for the best it can be ugly um, this is why having a broody hen introducing them the normal way the natural way i guess we should say the more space they have the easier it is and also have a secondary feeding and watering station so that doesn't create any more issues there's no territorial issues on feed and water i never heard that before but that makes sense Mm -hmm. oh totally yeah huh because i have relatively small space you know 
hmm. compared to like people have like an acre of land. So, yeah. So speaking of the feed and water on our coop display out there, we got the water bar hooked up. The baby chicks, well, I shouldn't say babies, they're what, eight weeks Teenagers. old? Teenagers. Teenagers immediately were using it in about the first five, ten minutes. And then uh, we did a video of me installing a coop works feeder with the post. Mm-hmm. So we've, you know, if you've been following is us, is that adjustable height? Or it no? is. It oh, is okay. adjustable. So I did a step-by-step video unboxing. Never did it before. Made a fool of myself, I'm sure, a couple times installing it. But it was super easy. I was shocked how easy it is to install it. But what I'm trying to figure out is what is the advantage to having a post, a single post holding up 50 pounds of feed in a, in a, in a feeder versus the four legs? Probably takes up less space, yeah, and space. maybe the rodents can't climb up it. Um, I know not the, bad, the not bad. I thought the forty pound one, the smaller one, only comes in post, or I might be mistaken. I don't know. So just stay tuned. We're gonna have a video hopefully coming up next week where just me installing it, talking about things. It's not just I'm trying to promote the feeder. Again, I'm just trying to share with you guys different ways to make sure having chickens can be successful for you, and we do love to promote the. Um, Things that we love, you know, we, we, yes, we get paid when we sell them. Yeah, we're not in the feeder bi- business, but not at yeah. all. I just want to help you guys with your research, and I, I love that we've earned your trust. And I'm not saying we know everything, but we're always out there trying to learn new ways to help you guys. Uh, speaking of help you guys, I don't know if, is that New York? No. When I, I say you so. guys, I always just, say you guys. Yeah, I just, I'm hearing it <laughs> as I keep staying down you in North Carolina. You guys are y'all. y'all. Yeah, we y'all. don't say Help it. y'all. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if we made an official proclamation. Here's where Nan's head needs to pop up and anyone else is listening, especially in the sales team. We need to make a time soon to switch to get away from those furring strips for people that are in the process. If you're on the fence right now and you're thinking about buying a chicken coop from us, um, right now our procedure is to install or uh, with your coop will come the furring strips to to install the screen. So you got to go around and hammer in. I'm not exaggerating. I think it's like 2,500 nails. That's not fun. Just give us a date. <laughs> so I've been I've been hesitant, and I'm I don't want to freak people out, but I know for a fact that I want to get it so that they just they give us a choice or they have a choice to either choose furring strips or staples, the stainless steel staples. It'll be a wash, but I promise you it is quicker and easier and better in my opinion, to install the screen using staples. But the disadvantage is you're going to have to make sure you have an air compressor and a staple gun. You can go rent one. You can buy a combo kit for just around 100 bucks. It is well worth it. So I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else we need to talk about in order to make that decision. I don't know if we got to just keep trying to push it. But I don't want to scare people thinking, oh, my gosh, now i got to go get another tool, which I get. No, I think a lot of people probably do use a staple gun. And this way they get the stainless steel staples that they should be use should be using and are fairly fairly hard to source extremely hard <laughs> yeah we, yeah yeah a lot of people don't believe me yeah like someone yeah i, know. I didn't yeah uh, like, you you can't find them over the shelf except for technically here uh we do sell them and we're gonna hopefully start implementing that i just wanted to bring that up and i wasn't sure what your thoughts and comments out there especially for you know a lot of our listeners installed one of or assembled their chicken coop from us and it probably went through that experience of nailing on the furring strips and i'm just really curious yeah, i would i would like to know how that went right so journey with jewel says i received my hemp and my chicks are now five days old i put the hemp in the brooder and they're having the time of their lives they think the hemp is the bee's knees 
And your hemp is so nice, zero dust. Very, very good. <laughs> Thank you. Huh. You know, we good news on the hemp department. Yeah, and it we'll looks take it. gorgeous. I know from time to time people swear up and down, and I, I can't say every bale that goes out of here is perfect, but we try so hard. It to is make a sure natural it is. material. Yes, and we don't want dust, but there could be a little bit of dust. But it makes me so happy to hear that. And of course, anyone that has bought any of our products, please make sure you go and leave us a review. So speaking of hemp, we got another thing coming up. Now, did we talk about healthy straw yet? If we um, I disclose that? No, we. I think we might have mentioned it, but we didn't get into detail. All right. I have another thing. I need everyone's feedback and opinion on this. And my world was rocked um, recently when I was talking to some experts about industrial hemp. Uh, can I have someone, if they're listening, bring me in that bag of healthy straw? Uh, the reason why I wanted to talk about this real quick is... Where is it? I don't know. Somewhere, the shop. somewhere in the building. Uh, if I was the guest, it's going to be out in Jody's area, out in shipping and receiving, uh, if you don't mind. Thank you. Now, Ingrid, you are the one, I don't remember what you said, and you've told me twice now. <laughs> well, that sounds about right. <laughs> I, I forget. So here's the deal, folks. We're, we're going to need that clip to replay later, We're gonna, again and again and again. We're going to offer, for a short period, initially, healthy straw. And the reason why I'm doing it is Ingrid said something. I said, you know what? I think you're right. There is a time and place. There is an application that the healthy straw should be the best choice for a type of bedding versus industrial hemp. Now, let me be clear. In my opinion right now, nothing is better for inside the hen house for the bedding than industrial hemp. So I'm not saying to use healthy straw inside the hen house for bedding, for the deep litter system. But... We did talk about there could be a place for the healthy straw to be a benefit over the industrial hemp. Do you remember this? Yes. Okay. Please share with us that. Well, first of all, I don't want to say that you can't. We would we recommend industrial hemp in the hen house, but it's not that you can't use this if you wanted to. True. For deep litter. I just True. want to make that clear because I just I don't want to I don't want to bash the company and say you can't use it. Of course you right. can. Yes. Um, but. They had on their website, and more I looked at it, is that we great for duck houses. Mm. Um, so I just they, I mean they were they're um, also Canadian, um, and they had. There's Nan, everyone. Hi, everyone Nan. say hi to Nan. No one ever gets to see Nan. Um, thank you, Nan. You're welcome. So this is their farm straw. They have garden straw, farm straw. This comes. There's fine and coarse. The coarse is a little bit bigger um, pieces. So they sent me, I used both of them, and I used it in the run. I used it outside the coop to help um, absorb when it rains like it is now. Um, and it, there, there really is no dust in this. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I, I, I threw it down outside. There was no dust at all. So. Okay, so he, here's what I wanted to say. So here is the healthy strong. Yes, this is the fine. Uh, we're going to do the course. I think the course is going to be better. Right. For ducks. Mm -hmm. Ingrid has experimented with it. You've experimented yes. with it, right? What was your thoughts? I thought it was great. I used it I used it with chicks. I thought it was great with chicks. Oh, in um, a brooder. Yeah, in mm -hmm. the brooder. Uh, I've used it like her around the chicken area and in the run. So we bought a truck and we're going to sell it. 
Okay, great. And I want to be very clear somehow, and everyone we sell it to, I got to be clear on so many things. One, I'm not saying this should, that industrial hemp doesn't work anymore and that I feel this should be better. I'm still a huge fan of industrial hemp mm -hmm. inside the hen house. Um, I'm not a fan of using industrial hemp in the run. I'm not a fan of having to use anything in the run because you shouldn't have a problem in the run. You are a fan of many options. Always. <laughs> I am a fan of many options. And the reason why I decided to say, let's give this a try is when Ingrid said, you know what, this could be great for ducks. We sell a lot of duck houses. So mm -hmm. I want to give people the option to say, you know what, Matt, I hear you. Let, give me a chance. Let me try it. And if you buy it, please give us feedback. Now, this got brought up to our hemp supplier. What, did your... Uh, but he's cheating on you too okay okay well we're not cheating on him <laughs> yeah so uh, emma 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 slipped a little bit and she was you know on point with everything she had to do and say yeah right <laughs> thank you um they a lot of drama here. hold on so the hemp supplier they're good they're experts they know their product really well they had a lot of interesting things to say why straw makes no sense at all um very good arguments and they're getting into like the science of it and the thing about this straw is it's not just chopped up pieces of hollow straw what makes us different supposedly is they strip it open mm -hmm. and the inside just like the uh, industrial hemp plant is absorbent on the inside that's supposed to make all the difference in the world i don't know what to believe but the people i will believe are the people that are actually using it and if you are listening right now and or watch the show later on, we are live right now and you're thinking, you know what, Matt, I wouldn't mind trying some healthy straw. Maybe you got a situation where you could use a material like this. The other thing about the healthy straw is not nearly as expensive upfront mm -hmm. as the industrial hemp. Now, the industrial hemp, what makes it great is it lasts so much longer, so it will save you money. But the initial cost of a healthy straw is not as much. So I don't want to commit to a full-on private label and all the stuff that we do with the industrial hemp until we put this out there and try it. So I'm definitely looking for people that are like, you know what? I'll try some, order it. Ingrid's going to be doing whatever Ingrid does so you can get it on the website. Just definitely need feedback. Oh, you didn't know that yet? <laughs> Uh, it's he it's heavy. I get pictures of these shirts that got ordered. Too. It's it's big. <laughs> it's heavy. Um, I I really don't know. And I guess we should try an experiment out here. But we don't need to use it anywhere yet. So well, it's and it also it's it expands kind of just like the like it's shoved into that bag and and there's a lot like it's almost, oh compressed it's just, yeah. yeah thank you yeah yeah and I'm wondering if anybody else has already maybe used a healthy straw. Uh, if so, please let us know. I also put some I had on um, a bed of strawberries just to keep, <laughs> to keep the weeds down. So, which is what they sell their garden straw for the same type of thing. It's probably the same material, right? Mm -hmm. Different bag. Mm -hmm. It's just it's probably just marketed slightly differently. I'm not sure, but yeah, I just put it on on one of my um, beds. So, uh, looking at all the go ahead, Matt, keep talking because I'm going through the comments. To well, find I'm just this. I'm reading all the questions, comments, and I'm trying to not make you upset at me because I see so many. I'm like, oh, that's funny, or we got to bring oh, okay. that in. But no, no, no. Um, the nail palmer was my best friend. That is something I do hear a lot. That is a good point. If you are going to hammer it on, I forget about those. I never used one. I've seen it. I've never used. I mean, I used one, but never had to actually use it. Use it. Uh, you know what a nail palmer is? No, but it came up on the show. 
earlier. Yeah, so I'd never heard of it yeah, before it's that. Just, it's just a thing you hold in the palm of your hand. It's pneumatic. I'm sure there's probably a battery one now, but typically they're pneumatic. And it just has a hammer. And you put it over the head of the nail. And you just once you push down, you're not doing anything else but pushing it down. Done. It is actually a great tool. If you've got a lot of nails to hammer, I forgot about that. So that is really good advice uh, for someone that is going to hammer it out. But in my opinion, the stainless steel staples, the best way to go. Um, yes, we can purchase. So Spark, hold on. So Sparky Prep says I skipped the furring strips and, and bought the Harbor Freight staple gun and, and used Matt's stainless steel staples. Sparky Prep, please, please. Um, how did it go? What did you think? Did you like the Harbor Freight staple guns? I know Harbor Freight isn't known for its highest quality tools, but you can get lucky. You can really get some good tools for a great price at Harbor Freight. They'll get you by. Um, so let us know a little bit more about that if, if that was something that. You yeah, liked, mine, worked. Mine doesn't have the furring strips, and I don't. I think because we install it, we don't use furring strips when right. we install, unless no, the customer asks for it. And it's just, I think it looks fine. I think, I mean, I, I wouldn't even. We know. outfitted most of our very first shop with Harbor whoa, Freight. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If one's for Harbor Freight, you know. Um, have you purchased the stainless steel staples from? Have our per? I, I don't understand this one. <laughs> That's why I don't let you read and man the comments, Matt. I mean, it's like you got to read through the whole thing before yes. you start to think. No, yes. I like it right from the beginning. I know. Um, then they're probably talking to so each other. So they're just, no, they, they they purchased the stainless steel staples from us. So they're thanking us because it's yes. for making those available. They are great. And we're hopefully going to make them even more affordable because we are going to be, we definitely are going to switch to having that be the go-to option. Mm -hmm. But if some people are like, no, I want a hammer. This is a project for my kids. I need something to do. I get it. Um, all right. Do a, do a VCL segment on video building. chicken live. Oh, you got to get with the lingo, man. VCL. Yeah. <laughs> video chicken live segment on building a food forest around the coop. I'm planting grapes, comfrey, hazelnut, forage seed, cherries, blackberries, etc. Basically we can all eat from the forest. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, we have a little bit, we have Bethany. She's a horticulturalist. She was in the one video that we did for a, a modern looking coop that we did in Santa Fe. And she came out to a coop in Michigan and did exactly that. And I'm not sure if she came up with the terms or not, but it's companion planting and bullseye gardening. And I am fascinated with it. We definitely- Is that chicken centric or? Yeah, well, companion planting- What? Are you messing with me now? No. Compa is... Companion planting with gardening is when you plant two types of plants together to help like marigolds buy tomatoes because the marigolds will ward off the insects that will attack your tomatoes. Right. That's what companion planting is. But she's doing like companion planting in the sense of these are um, chicken friendly right. plants. Yeah. And um, and then the bullseye gardening. I I, I want to do it here. I so bullseye. Do you remember bullseye gardening? You remember this mm -hmm. where you you literally make a outside run. For the chickens, that's a giant circle. So it starts at the coop, goes all the way around your garden, and comes back to the coop. And during the growing season, I guess spring, summer, fall, depending on where you live, you just let the chickens stay in that circle. Mm -hmm. And the pests, especially, you know, obviously crawling ones that can try to come to your garden and attack it, the chickens eat it. Oh, in your before, gardens in before the middle. Before they get in the gardens in the middle. Ah. And then in the non-growing season, then you just open it up and you let the chickens go in the garden and till it up, eat the pests that might be in there, fertilize it bullseye gardening i think it's amazing I, we should do a show on that 
Uh, and Bethany is, again, I'm not sure if she came up with that concept. I, I want to say she did for some reason, but who knows? That does make sense. Yeah. And we could even maybe go back to Michigan and see how it's going and do a, do a show there. That would be fun. Yeah, it's a beautiful coop and a beautiful garden. Um, I know I had a raised bed that I grew kale and spinach in, and the kale was starting to flower, starting to bolt and stuff. So um, it started actually by accident. I had deer netting around it, and one of the chickens got in, and I was like, all right. So and then all the chickens got in there, and they completely <laughs> ate it. But it was, I mean, that was kind of the reason why I planted that bed for them. I had to just protect it while it got big, and then once it got big enough for them to eat, let them in there, and now they they just went to town. Francine says she can't find the basement on our webpage. It's probably not on there. It's not on there, Francine. If you want it, just give us a call. That's all it takes. You want anything, just give us a call. It'll be on there eventually. Yeah. I just don't have pictures and stats and such for that to put it on there. It hasn't gotten to Ingrid yet. Was that non? What'd she say? I said neither do we. Yeah. So she exactly. (laughs) That's that's how R&D happens. We just kind of put it out there and then... That's right. Kind of make it. And then, then once it gets all the kinks worked out and how it works the best, then we put it on the website for everybody. Uh, yeah. So Journey with Jewel says, would the, or asks, would the healthy straw be good for the nesting box? I, and I'm glad you asked because I forgot to mention that. I don't think so because it's chopped up. It's really short and it's split open. It's not yeah. nesting material. If you're looking for yeah. nesting material... Uh, the Aspen Hold mats on, on our I'm website. Wait, I'm waiting for if I'm gonna get Oh, I probably haven't told you guys. Oh, I haven't even told you guys yet. We I'm, don't I, know what's in your head. It's yeah. not in my head. Hold on. I might get muskrated from non. Um, we, I think we found a nesting material that is a hemp product that is going to be perfect for nesting. For it's chicken. not available yet. It's on its way. I'm going to get it in my hands. We've been going back and forth, a lot of talks, research, blah, 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 blah. I'm hoping this could be a go-to nesting product that is ideal for chickens, and we're just going to bag it up and sell it. Good. Um, But again, when you're thinking about nesting material for chickens, you want long, flat, grassy things so they can build that nest. Just for the record, it's coming soon. It's not here yet. We don't have it. Pre-order. Coming soon. Oh. We don't even have a price for it yet. Does the straw hold up better to moist conditions? See, that's that's the question. Uh, people say yes. The bag says yes. Yeah, I, I put it, like I said, I use it outside of my coop area where I don't have grass or anything and it can get kind of muddy. And it it was a nice cover there. And then, then it just, you know, degraded with the chicken scratching. So. so I tell you, the experts that I've talked to, they said they made it sound doom and gloom and it could just be because yes they want to promote the hemp product which i do as well but if there is something that can be quick it's a temporary solution and and healthy straw can be it and it's better for the animals i definitely want to explore it and they made it sound like it's not going to break down very fast and become moldy let's stay tuned yeah but ingrid's saying no that's not the case it's it it does mine mine, yeah it it didn't go get moldy it composted before it would get moldy it just broke down it just breaks right down this is gonna be interesting it's not i mean i've even thrown straw straw down and it it hasn't gotten moldy oh wait elizabeth says i need some something i've had to get urban chicken is not the same thing it's just probably the hemp the hemp yeah she is our local customer she has become a friend of mine so does she need hemp? 
Um, I don't know. We're, we're on I pre-order on the website, but we do have some available for people we that do, pick we do. up. We do. It must be hemp. She's talking yeah. About. So come on, you know, come on up, uh, pick up some hemp. It's you you save the uh, from the shipping, and um, oh, palm nailer, not nail palmer. Did I say nail palmer? Did you say Arnold Palmer? Uh, no, but <laughs> okay. yeah, Frank's right. Uh, palm <laughs> nailer. Um, have her come up. I mean, that is a nice thing. You don't have to pay yeah, the shipping costs if she wants. And I do want to start our delivery service soon. We are working on it. I'm trying to find the perfect vehicle where if people don't want to come pick it up and they want it delivered, maybe put in their chicken coop, you know, just have that full white glove service here locally. Uh, we can bring it to you. Laura asks, um, is comfrey okay for chickens to eat? What is comfrey? Comfrey is a plant. It's high protein. It Yeah. They, my chickens love it. Yeah, I it's mean, good. I... It, um, I, I've been feeding it to them. They've been eating it for years and nothing's happened to them. It's a great <laughs> pollinator plant. Um, mine's very vigorous. So if I pull some out, I just throw the roots in the chicken area and have it spring up. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll hook you up. Yep. I also, I also brought some hops for you, Kristen. No, oh, thank you. Okay. Hops is another plant that's great for shade. I'm working on that article. I wrote some more. <laughs> I'm working on an article about what to plant around your chickens for your chickens um, I think that's great. A lot of people ask. So yeah. real quick for all the people that are playing the drink game, it is April 7th, 2023. <laughs> we are live. It is Friday afternoon, 108 oh Eastern. God. I know it's already past one o'clock. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, please leave them in that section. Also, I forgot to mention, do everything you can to help promote the show, share the show, like the show, and just keep commenting. If you don't have any questions or comments, please say hi. Let us know where you're watching from. Yep. Um, are you gonna all right you guys have to keep talking i'll go through the comments yes, she, and you guys need to see i have nothing to say anymore <laughs> oh really? what Wait, we need that weird. clip too i was quite surprised how much we Wait, would, i gotta i have to write that should down, we stamp on that because it will make my editing so much easier so we i am looking forward to a little bit of a teaser uh we are going to start the r d for the cat catios carolina catios uh something that i've been wanting to do since i was a kid uh, I love cat trees. I used to build cat trees as a kid, along with all the other stuff I was building. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure if there's going to be a demand for it or whatnot, yes. but I'm oh, hearing absolutely yes. yeah, I'm hearing more and more people want it. And we're going to do a lot like what we do with the coops, with the catios. And I'm hoping it works out well. And the part I love the most is going into the catio and designing the playground where we have uh, like a fireman's pole mm -hmm. where we're going to wrap it with rope and the cat can climb up the pole and actually go right into the cat house and then jump off into the cat house or continue up to the top of the cat house. And then they can bask in the sun. And we got all these platforms. And what I love about it is that's what cats are meant to do. Yeah. You know, they need to jump. They need to climb. And that's what I love about our goat house, you know, being that it's elevated. Speaking of goat house, I showed it to you guys. That's almost done. Ooh. Yeah, I have it finally figured out in a kit and be able to ship it just like our coops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other questions or comments, Ingrid? There's there's always comments, um, but people like the idea of the food forest and the bullseye gardening, so maybe I'll bring um, Bethany on as a guest. Yeah, I think that would – that people are really interested in – you know, that next step. I have chickens. I love chickens. You know, what do I feed them? What can I plant for them to eat? And a lot of those forage grains are uh, hard to find. I mean, there's only one store that I know of in this whole metro area that, that sells that kind of stuff by the pound. 
Um, so it's very hard to find. You have to buy, maybe go outside of town. And even then, like around here, around Creedmoor, we have 50-pound bags for sale. But some some of that's... So... There's just so much there that I think we should devote a whole show on it. I think that would be fabulous. Yeah. I wasn't actually listening. What'd you say? <laughs> we need that clip too. <laughs> um, no, I, hold on. I love this. I ordered some industrial hemp off of Amazon. First, to save five bucks, there was a bunch of fuzzy, stringy pieces that kept getting stuck on my chick's feet. Yours is much better. No dust. Renee, thank you so much. Um Ours is also for sale on Amazon too. By the way, I know we're on Amazon. We got F. We got things that are going on FBA. So Rope we're wrap roost bars are next. next yes, week. we're we are getting cool. You can go and What's that FBA for fulfillment by Amazon. It's oh, that Amazon okay. Prime thing that you see when yes. you check out. Well, uh, yeah, didn't know Car the lingo. Yeah, yeah. Carolina Coops is getting so cool. Much lingo. And I and our price is very competitive if not better than some of these other hemp suppliers good job thank you and what i can tell you is we want it that way i'm not gonna just put crap out there like some of these other people do and mark it down and make a couple bucks no that's not the point to this so it made me i love when people are like yes it is a great superior product so um elizabeth was saying that her chickens destroy all the vegetation which they will they do and sometimes they just like to uproot it what I've done when I wanted something to stay, like I have a blueberry bush back, a new one. <clears throat> um, I just kind of cordon it off with some chicken wire around it or, or deer netting and also put some fencing by the roots. And you can just put that down. Um, just do it like a little cutout, kind of what you use for the predator apron. Use that around the root of a, of a plant that you want to establish by your chickens and they won't dig it up. Yeah, Wait, that's right. This is a and thing? then you can take it whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then take it off later when it's established. Right. Hold on. This is a thing. Yes. You have you to protect mean, your newly planted plants. So we could be selling off scraps of hardware cloth and yeah. cut it like a circle and then maybe where it can fold around the plant. Yep. You can use hardware cloth. Just, you can use the, the You know the really stuff? crazy thing? I did that around our bulbs at our farm. Well, what's even crazier? Yeah, that tube you have outside on all your house plants in the hallway because the cat was digging in your house oh plants. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's kind of what I do, not with hardware cloth, but do some I use deer netting, but something to put around the plants just until they grow. And now I have one really big blueberry bush and another one that's getting big. So, um chickens also love blueberry bushes because they eat the leaves and the berries. Liz so. Elizabeth says she'll bring muffins. Is that how you guys know each other? Are you like baking buddies or uh, we, we love. <laughs> no, but I'm going to, we're going to start talking baking. Yeah. Muffins, blueberry muffins, especially love blueberry muffins. That we chat awesome. on Telegram. Um, <laughs> so Darshell's getting hammered because every Friday because of you, Matt. I'm sorry, what? I'm really not paying attention to anything. Yeah. Anymore. You need to you... give us the date and time again. For what? Today is Friday, April 7th. One fifteen. I'm hammered every Friday, Matt. Thanks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's we should do that one yeah. time. We should have a drinking show. Um, catios are great, but allow different sizes. Ours is only three by six and attached to the side of our sunroom. Uh, I, of course, I, I, different sizes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, some people have four cats. Some people have one cat. I can't imagine having four cats. Right. You'll Jetta? be there. It's called chicken. Uh, I'm sorry, cat math. Cat math. Ooh, what do we got here? Crumble. Oh, so oh, cool. thank you, Jetta. You are I don't know if I'd eat off that table, but that's just me. 
really. It did just have baby chicks pooping on out a couple Caddy weeks ago. Caddy, that is weatherproof. We have five barn cats. This is funny. I didn't know there's real. I mean, oh, it makes... definitely for sure. What kind of router do you use for your door hinges? That's an interesting question. Um, when we use a router, my favorite is a Bosch, just because they're very affordable for what they do, and there are different size routers and router bits for doing mortising hinges. So uh, you guys are probably like, what the hell are you talking about, Matt? Uh, so I'm not I'm sure. Sorry, that... I wasn't listening. Yeah, thank you. I'm not. I'm not sure. That was great. I'm not sure if. Uh, that answered his question, but I mean, I don't know. Just there's different types of routers, and uh, doing hinges for mortising. I just prefer the jig. You ever seen the mortising jig for routers? Yeah, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. You totally geeked out on that, Matt. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so Bruce says he uses leftover predator apron wire as tomato trellises. You can do that too. So there's. You have to get inventive and you have to protect your plants because the chickens yeah. will, um, they will destroy them. But once a sh- once like a shrub is, is established, yep. it, you don't need it anymore. You're right. Exactly. Man, should we be selling this? The, the hardware, I mean, how big does the hardware cloth have to be to protect the roots around plants? I was, like I said, I was using the predator apron. That's two by three holes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so. saying use hardware cloth. That's got to be even better. Yeah. How big? Let's talk about it after the show. Hmm. I, I, the I show think... is about talking. We're talking oh. right now. Oh, it's but I the, I mean, do like di- different diameters. It depends on what you're planting. Yeah, I just planted a bunch of stuff with uh, Anya at her house, and I don't know. We'll see if if her chickens dig up, dig it all up. Well, let us know. All right, guys. Well, it is one sixteen right now. We're coming towards the end of the show. I can't thank you guys all enough for being here. Uh, next week. Any idea what we're doing? Are you going to be here? You going on vacation again? Yeah, no, I'm I'm here. Yeah, I know. I'm I hear here. you're going back to Europe in the summer. I don't summer. know. I haven't bought a ticket. Unbelievable. Must be nice. Well, <laughs> I have a free place to stay. And there's a budget airline out of D.C. I just got to get there. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. But you can always give us a call. We're always here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm and not. Friday's the best time to stop by, especially after 4.30. That's when our vendors love to stop by. Why? Because well, we're barely we working. And that's when we start drinking. <laughs> Too close to the weekend. Is that wrong? We ease into the weekend. All right, guys. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much. I will see you guys next week. Later. Yeah.